Constructing your life is about much more than just building a bank account. Each week, join real estate entrepreneur and mindset coach Austin Linney as he interviews guests who are constructing their dream lives and impacting the world around them on a daily basis. If you're an entrepreneur or wanting to start a business, or you just want to hear motivating stories of how others have overcome the odds, you are in the right place. And now for your host, Austin Linney. Guys, welcome back to Construct Your Life. This is Austin Linney here, and she has gave me a reprieve by just uh, calling her as a close friend named Rue. So uh, we have Rue in the house, because, but you're welcome to say your entirely uh, full name, a uh, beautiful name. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. That's a, such a beautiful intro. My name, my full name is uh, Ruslana Romanikova, and like you said, I'm more than happy to be, um, continued to be called as Rue. <laughs> I love it. So, you know, what I like to do with my guests, um, and it's such an open-ended question that some get consumed by it almost, but, but I like them to tell their story, you know, wherever it is they want to start it. And then we'll kind of see where the conversation goes from there. Beautiful. Well, thank you. Thank you for creating the sacred space to, for me to come forward and, for me to express myself and tell my story. Um, as I mentioned, my name is Rue. I was born in Kiev, Ukraine in 1990. My family were immigrated here to the United States in Virginia as re refugees in 1990. They That was right after the Soviet Union collapsed and my father came here to escape oppression and aggression. So at a very young age, I chose to accept a very determined and focused path um, because of our my upraising. And um, as I navigated through my life, there, there were so many different challenges. And at the same time, they became opportunities to step into a higher my higher self and learn so many lessons. And um, <clears throat> I've, I've experienced um, a lot of diverse uh, hardships that I have actually never talked about before. And um, part of my book is to connect with a very wide audience through those experiences. And um, for many who don't know, and I really do mean many people, um, I've also experienced, um, aside from growing up in a refugee uh, household, you know, I've, I've experienced sexual trauma, I've experienced homelessness, I've experienced divorce, I've experienced family fallouts. And um, the beautiful part about all of those things was being able to accept love and forgiveness. Um, acceptance is another thing. Um, we talked about being patient earlier today. That's also a huge part of the journey of our healing. And so um, it was after my, I, I um, by, by trade, by industry, I chose to go move into a pharmaceutical, immunological, uh, scientific career for 10 years. And then um, that was cumulatively, but uh, I had left uh, seven years in to start my own businesses. I was a food truck and a um, <clears throat> coffee shop owner. 
and I owned those for about two to three years. Uh, the food truck was three, the coffee shop was two. And then when COVID came into the picture, um, I understood from a epidemiologic um, standpoint what that was going to look like in the world, how it was going to be expressed through our day-to-day. And I understood that for such a young business, I wasn't going to be able to sustain it. So I decided to close right at the beginning. I already felt that coming. So I closed and went back to corporate. And I knew that with where I was mentally, physically, spiritually, that my corporate life was going to be another placeholder until I found the next thing that I wanted to do to contribute and make an impact in this world. And so in the last two years, I wrote The Evolution of Healing, which is about our restructuring of authority, of our personal authority, which in this book, um, I communicate that as our masculine healing. And aside from the framework of masculine and feminine, I also uh, incorporate my scientific background and spiritual um, alchemizing into um, a message that will allow us to see that we're actually in a really amazing divine time point where we have an ability to upgrade ourselves. And this is part of our evolutionary path. Um, we were talking just a moment ago about change. Um, and that, that is the definition of evolution. It's it's change. And we have, um, when, when we're at this crossroads, right at zero, it comes down to our free will. It comes down to our decision, our acceptance. How do we want to move forward? Do we stay and do nothing or do we do something? These are all simple terms, but this is the trajectory of the message of my book. And I go into very specific um, background of our genetic um, framework. Um, I I use research-backed information um, where we are historically, where we are now, and I make propositions. And um, I'm really excited about this um, book because it's meant to be controversial. It's meant to be talked about. It's meant to place a seed in our mind that we, it is time for us to reclaim our sovereignty. And what does that even look like? How do we flex our sovereign muscle? So those, that, that's a little bit about me. And that's a little bit of, about what I'm, I would like to bring into this world. The other thing is um, a big part of my book is about um, creating, how to create, how to cultivate creative relationships. And this is a really big thing for me and my communities, as I'm seeing them grow and strengthen is what can we create together? And what does that look like? Um, there's a lot of healing that has to be done. Um, a lot of it is, I like to call it sacred healing. Um, it's more of the shadow work, um, it's about death. It's about fear. It's about grief. Grief. I have phrased it as uh, love's best friend because there are so many layers to grief that allows us to step into our divine self, into our ability to love so beautifully. And with change, um, <clears throat> with that, um, 
sacrifice. Uh, I'm a big fan of also of um, cutting cords. And what does that look like um, energetically? I love talking about inner child work and power dynamics. Um, with the other parts of my book at the very end, I also give applications of concrete examples of how you can bring this type of healing into your own home, why it's important for our next generations, why we should be doing this for ourselves. Important, most importantly, it's for the next generation. We start with ourselves first, but then we teach our, our kids or, you know, our nieces or nephews, or, um, we create this, this wave, this vibration of oneness because everything is interconnected and all of our decisions matter. What we surround ourselves matters to our unconscious reality and our unconscious reality is expressed through our conscious reality. So these are the things in my book and I love, like I can, you can see, I love to talk about it. So I'm going to pause there and I love to for you to yeah if you have any questions yeah i i think super important as you're telling your story and kind of talking about the trials and tribulations you've been through you know me myself a homeless drug addict alcoholic like i think that ultimately you know as much as we're sharing our story for ourselves you know to break our own chains i think that when you're hurting from something or, or something's happened to you that's that's seriously trauma you feel like you're the only one that's happened to and so when somebody like you is strong enough to write about their story and their trials and tribulations, as much as it is for you, it really is to give those people a space to connect with somebody else and see that they're not the only one. Because if you feel like you're the only one, sometimes it can be all consuming. And so have you noticed that when you start sharing your story that, that a lot of people are like, thank you so much? Yes. So first of all, um, writing changed my life completely. And this was something that I was called to do. I felt a tug. Actually, it was like a yank <laughs> from what I used to do two years ago. I mean, I was really just engulfed in um, things that I didn't really feel truly matter to me anymore. And so I decided to do a, um, a detox, a reset, where I um, shut off social media for, for six months um, I went into mother nature and I got lost in, well, not lost. I actually found myself in, um, being surrounded by, by creation for me to understand and remember who I am, because that was the first thing that my father, the mantra that comes up with, with my father, he always said, remember who you are. And, um, that's something I feel like we can all connect with is when we feel lost, it's understandable that we have this feeling of I'm alone, which is a story. It's not real, but it is understandable why that's why, you know, compassion comes into play where we, um, this is where we can connect. This is actually a gap where we can connect, where we feel like we're alone, but we're not, you know, this is part of the collective. But when I started to write, I felt so much, um, inhibition blockage, like not being able to really like sit and, and, and confront myself. Um, and I couldn't even do it for me. I couldn't even sit down and write for me, which is why I received so much earth healing and so much ability to get grounded and listen. That's the first part is listening and, um, not necessarily like 
listening to people, but listening to earth. Mm -hmm. Um, It teaches us so much just by, just by being present and and, um, being aware of what's going on. So there was a lot of clearing I had to do. And then I did have, I do, I did, um, we have, um, I have a a book coach, Dr. Erin McMorrow, who wrote Grounded. Mm -hmm. She is one of my um, book, well, she helped me so much in my clearing and ability to heal so that when I did sit in front of my computer for countless hours, 10 to 12 hours, I mean, think about that. Like I can go from like two minutes of writing and being by myself, I've found every intention of like, oh yeah, I have to go turn off my phone or I have to go get some tea or I have to do this and that. No, I closed, but I got, it it took a while to get there, but it went from, I I can't do this for more than five minutes. So I'm here for 12 hours writing. And so when I started to develop that confidence and that cadence in writing, um, the confidence came back into full swing and my relationship with social media repatterned. I no longer really, um, I wanted to share more about the inspiration that was flowing through me. And when I started to share more, like you said, I started to receive messages from people that were, um, I wouldn't, they weren't random. I think that I, I, I do believe the universe is random, but everything has a purpose. Um, there were thank yous. Thank you for sharing this. Thank you for coming out and, um, you know, sharing graceful positivity and not only just positivity, but real stories. Um, because there people, people are also seeking ways to unblock themselves. Um, they just don't know where to start, which is understandable. Again, this is why I wrote a book on restructuring your authority. Mm -hmm. So, it all has, it's all intertwined. This um, beautiful tapestry of life, everything is connected and there is so much healing that needs to be done. Everything turns into the direction of healing, Mm -hmm. even our cells, Mm -hmm. even our genetic makeup, our cells divide, our cells regenerate, our cells clean up, get rid of dead cells. Everything moves forward into life. We, yeah. And we've become this this uh, society of like with Google and everything, like, uh, you know, we're never allowed, you know, a lot of what I do in my coaching, especially high achieving business people is we're, we're never not allowed to have the answer or the next step. Like, you know what I'm saying? And like, so we went through this process with my client who was having this hard time making a decision. And we made a rule that he wasn't allowed to make the decision for two weeks, like a big one, right? It was a huge decision. And we put that in place. And then 24 hours later, he made the decision like it, when we were gave him the permission to like not make the decision the decision came up very easily and so you know um if anything right covid and all these things and these changes over life you know my thing is we have to really respect the the time and space that we're in or the season we're in and you know maybe that looks like for i'm just saying anybody that's listening out there maybe like your partner picks up the bills for like 60 days or three months and you don't feel guilty about it. Like you have a proper communication about it and you let just you be you and, and vice versa. And, you know, in a relationship, there's time where one person takes on more responsibility and, you know, but we're not allowed to do that. Right. Like that doesn't exist anymore. You know, you got to have the right answer when you leave the job or you get fired, you got to move to the next job, like two days later. And it's like, 
yeah, but like you haven't even like put to bed that relationship or that job. And so, you know, I think that we have to create like kind of markers or pillars or situations where we like actually like respect it, reflect on it, learn from it and then kind of move on, but don't rush to the next thing. Because if you're just rushing to the next thing, then you don't even have it. It's just one big blur. Absolutely. And um, the first thing that comes to mind about this is understanding um, perspective, having a relationship between perspective and differentiation. Um, those two markers are going to pretty much categorize everything else. Um, with, with power dynamics, the, the first download I just got is power dynamics. That's something that I believe is a, at first it starts with an individual, always, always individual. But as an individual, when we understand what are power dynamics, it helps us understand um, and live a more intentional life of our own. And so when we become more understanding of these dynamics, we can implement them in our systems of life, in our, in our jobs, in our relationships with others, with children, um, charities, helping others who, who need help. Like we can use our power to help people in need, which is creating an amazing karmic positive and, you know, ability to create love and, and more abundance to come through. Right. There's so many um, beautiful things that ha happen when we can reclaim our authority, our, our masculine um, healing. And um, I, I, I really, I have a, I have a, sweet spot for like corporate and business settings, um, where timeline, where, you know, we need, we need to be, we need to have answers and seek solutions and X, Y, Z. Um, and, and, and what I really admire from what I learned from my healing community and from mother nature is asking for time is, is asking for the grace of space. <sighs> Yes. And like, oh my God, like, dude, you're speaking my language because within business, right. There can be, you know, asking for more time. Like, you know, we're, we're like what I'm finding and I'm curious from your business settings, like it, it's just mainly priorities. Like all the CEOs, the companies I coach, like their, their priorities are out of whack. Like there's this list of like 18 things. And, and like, we go back to like, Hey dude, What's the biggest thing that you could knock out right now? Because what they're not looking at is the opportunity cost of bandwidth within the brain. That's not what they're paying attention to. They're paying attention to a list. But you thinking about the list forever is actually keeping you from doing anything on the list. Absolutely. And I can relate to that from my own um, very, very aggressive pharmaceutical um, pedigree. And many times I you know, I hold the integrity of, of my research foremost and producing safe, effective um, data is key for me. That is saving lives. And, um, you know, in this particular world, which is one of the reasons why I left is that um, unfortunately deadlines are prioritized over over that. And so um, there's a lot of restructuring. Like I, I, I do believe that we can um, 
come to terms, come to an agreement when, when, when we need um, more space for the universe to actually work with us to give uh, an opportunity for a solution. And that requires time. I, these are such esoteric um, concepts, but they are real and they're true. Um, also having time to work with other people, to work with other uh, talented, qualified uh, professionals is also a reason why we need more time um, to bring other people to the equation so that we can bring more skill and talent to seeking, you know, masculine solutions. Um, and by masculine solutions, I, what I mean is like for a particular deadline. Um, it's the framework. So yeah. there, I mean, there's so many ways, but what it all comes down to is an intention. It's um, what are we trying to bring forward into the world? And if we're seeking to maximize on our profits, then, um, yeah, it's, it's understandable why, um, why people would rely on a calendar and time and, you know, having things done by a certain time. But when we, when we allow the intention to be impact, to be positive change, to help people to save lives, um, then grace comes into the picture. Then we're able to act like let the universe bring cosmic abundance on its own. And so um, I just, I, I, I keep thinking about, about our planet, about our earth. I mean, that enough is worthy of our attention, our grace as it graces us, um, a relationship with patience, a relationship with acceptance and with uh, co-creation, you know, I, yeah, it's, there's, there's so much we can say about diversity, like biodiversity, like how when trees, um, like the way they even compete with each other, it's more like collaboration. Mm -hmm. um, there's been so many studies um, on this, like how there's so many trees, there's so many trees in a small little area, but they all work together, you know, with their, their underground root system and, um, the way they even utilize the space so that they can share the sun and the shade. And, um, there's so many, there's infinite potential with, with human beings. And so when we have this, um, wanting this longing for change, how can we make this process better? How can we, um, how can we all benefit from this versus just one side versus it being a polarized relationship, mm -hmm. right? Then we're able to, we're able to heal together. Yeah. I, every, like we have a meeting yesterday and a meeting with a uh, new business I'm building and like it, it, it like almost doesn't matter what we're buying or what the product is, because like we know that we're in one thing. We're in the people business. If we if we pour into our people and we find out what they really want, this is the same way I coach entire companies. 
if we literally find out what is actually near and dear to said employee's heart or said CEO's heart or said C COO heart, and we find a common thread between all 16 people, and that's the goal of the company, not a revenue number, because that's mm -hmm. something that entirely the entire team can push towards. And now we change the game. And what's crazy is me, which is the corporate route, which is I'm going, um, that's not what's done now. And that's why I know that I'll resonate more with people because I'm actually taking the extra time. You know, one of the things I really wish people would do is like when you ask somebody how they're doing, like really mean it. Like, no, 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 no. Like, no, don't give me the short answer. Like, here's what I'd like to remove from the English vocabulary, busy. And I'm guilty of it. Like, yeah, we get it. Everybody's busy. Welcome. There's infinite possibilities, infinite opportunities, infinite Zoom calls, podcasts, you know, to listen. And what I'm trying to get my clients to do is like, hey, you've listened to enough stuff. Let's go to work. Let's, let, you, you know, because I want to ask you this question. And, and this is like, it's not an e egotistical question. It's, it's merely like a, I asked Rachel this the other day. I almost feel like reading books or like listening to podcasts is almost a confirmation of everything that we already know that's inside of us. Like I got here before reading how to win friends and influence people like i was doing that and i read it and i was like oh like that was already kind of the way that you thought but like this confirms it and yeah there's some things to pick up on so like how much do we truly have inside of us that is the ultimate gift that we're not tapping into because we're trying to chase this thing over here we're trying to do this to work we're not connected to nature and we're not grounding ourselves like i, I think that's probably the disconnect is 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 not trusting oneself in the gut what came to me the other day about what you just said was that we're all kaleidoscopes. We're all very unique, uniquely made kaleidoscopes that have different shapes, different colors, different, um, different frameworks. And when we simply introduce light into the kaleidoscope, we're able to enjoy the artwork right? But we all share that similarity is that we all are a different, uh, we all share this art. We're all pieces of art together. And what you said about this is something that I already know. I already know this. When you introduce light into a kaleidoscope, you get to see it in a different perspective. You get to see it in a different um, and enjoy uh, this art because you're right. We do know this already. We have the resources already. However, when we are able to um, input light into this very beautiful um, artwork, we're able to learn something new from each other. Right. And so we keep growing our our kaleidoscope gets more refined and more um, intricate with time. And the more we do research on our own, because you're right, ultimately, we 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 have all of the tools that we need. Um, and it when we first started to talk on the call today, I said, it's so awesome that we're all like magnetizing and, you know, getting to know each other as a collective in the healing world because our kaleidoscope just keeps getting more refined and we're able to 
grow on it. We're able to pass on to the next generation so that they're able, our kids, our next, you know, the next um, line gets to continue getting more refined. But we also have to remember, we also have to, like, there's two points to the journey is we remember and we keep going. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, uh, I have a new measuring stick with coaching. It's, it's very complex and it's the only thing that matters. When my client's wife's text me and they don't even know me and they say whatever you're doing keep going we're good because because his dad's showing up happier healthier the kids are noticing it he's spending more time with them the wife's getting proper communication and, and so you know and and i don't know about you because i'm sure you made good money when you were in the corporate setting but like you realizing at the end of the day like it's all relative like even when you're like highly successful like the success starts today i mean like with with it with the declaration to oneself saying this is what i want i've clearly defined it and then i'm going to go after it so so you know you, you kind of did this for yourself what would you what would your advice be to anybody out there that maybe is in a job that they're kind of like you know but i'm making good money and like it's thing but i'm just something is pulling against me Cause I feel like I meet like three a week that are like, yeah, I was like big corporate. And like, now she's, you know, doing her own thing and just happy as a clam. So, you know, what's your advice to somebody that feels like they're kind of stuck? You know, it's such a timely question. Cause I was thinking about making a video on this today um, because my three month anniversary just came up on the 20th where I left okay. my job the second time around the sequel. Mm -hmm. And I, feel, first of all, I just want to say I, with, with, with my heart forward, I completely trust fall into the universe. You know, I didn't have like, I didn't go into another job. I just completely, I'm doing this. I am mm -hmm. reading, not reading. I'm writing. <laughs> I am, I am talking and sharing about my book and I'm helping other people uh, go all in on their creativity, just as I'm inspired to do, to do the same. In the last three months, of course, um, I'm going to share that it's frightening and um, the attachment that that I've had to, you know, being comfortable, being um, supported by finances, being um, knowing like, okay, X, Y, and Z um, are going to be fine because I have this coming in is is something that I um, continually like had to. Um, work with and 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 also re heal heal. That's the most important thing is reheal and restructure my relationship with money, because um, what I experienced is that the universe always provided. It always provided in its own way. And also, I want to say with the support because it takes support. Remember, we're never alone. We're never alone. Um, I want to also give a very, um, you know, I'm very grateful to my partner, Dave Robinson, who has been an amazing, amazing emotional support, um, confirming that I'm doing the right thing. That's been really helpful. Um, and also my friends and community, you know, sending, sending those thank yous, those thank you for sharing your story goes beyond um, what people really believe, like their motivations to keep going. Okay? I, I really, I really believe that it's the only thing that matters in that moment. Cause I can't tell you how many times I've had a fellow coach, like right when I'm at the end of my rope 
sends me the text I need that change that gets me going another seven days. So, so I wanted to add on to that is um, the journey is what it is all about. The journey is it's 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 deciding to move forward in those frightening moments. It's deciding to accept it that yes, I am scared, but I'm also trusting this and I'm going to be fine because I believe in the universe. I believe in existence. I believe in life is what makes, um, it, it's what makes the impossible possible. And um, it's what a true warrior is. It's what a true warrior is. It's believing in humanity. It's believing in yourself because you are an extension of the creator. And so with the um with the with your with my own inspiration of like create like deciding to believe in myself deciding to believe in the creator a lot of abundance has come through naturally because of the universe uh rewarding me for the process of taking this taking this um mission this pursuit to make a change in the world and it will, that's the thing, you know, in two years, this book is going to be global. And, um, I already know it it's just a matter of time and honoring space. And this, this book is meant to help people. So, but it starts with grassroots. It starts with believing it starts with accepting and patience and connecting with with community and, and wanting to help not not this is not about money this is about impact this is about change because we are in such an important time in our human existence and it's not I mean I know that's like a very commonly expressed phrase or this is time is now and you know where it's like exactly what I said like we're in such a, an important time in our universe but it's 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 true I mean astrologically with how energies are moving in the universe we are at a crossroads we are at a point where we can decide this is what I want for my not only just myself but my future my next generations because we're all we, when we die we don't just never exist again. Our, our energy recycles into something else. And the next realm is quite exciting. You know, um, I, I communicate with my loved ones, um, in different ritual ways through ceremony. Um, I communicate with life, our cosmic life, because it's real. We're not alone. As we talked about, um, we have a galactic family and Part of my book is about interstellar communication, um, which I'm grinning about because it's fun and it's exciting. And it's, um, we're so tiny. That's the thing. Like we have, we, we're such tiny beings, but we're powerful at the same time because we can choose to be. And um, <laughs> I'm just excited about all of this. No, like, I, I lo look at the end of the day, this is what's super important, right? If you, if you, and I just literally said this on a meeting earlier today uh, with a new client uh, that we're doing a business with. 
Um, I, I spend time in the NFT crypto space, Meta Universe, because one of the companies I coach is in there. I do real estate. I'm in business, health insurance, like all this place. My clients are all over the place. Mm-hmm. And there's two things that I realized that, that everything's about. No matter what business is, no matter where you are, no matter if you're talking about aliens or earth or this thing or all that stuff, community. Mm-hmm. It's community. Mm-hmm. And you boil it all down to community. And then there's two things that we need as people to be the highest and best use of ourselves. Self-love, self-responsibility. That's it. And, and meaning that creating the environment where we truly love ourselves, like fully, completely scars, bad stories, past, you know, like, you know what Mark did for me, uh, Mark England uh, and Enlifted? He made me truly like, for once in my life, like fully accept that my alcoholism for 20 years was like the greatest gift in the world. Because now I see that seed of addiction and so many things with people and I can clear it up, fix it out, get it out. So I had to go through that long road of self-abuse and self-unloving to refine myself so I can restore that in other people. And so if I never do anything else the rest of my life for the next 50 years that I'm on, you know, whatever, 60, if I do that for people, because I went through those 18, 20 years, then we're good. You can write that as a book, as a story. I will when it's time. Uh, I read, uh, uh, I, I, so I make all my business clients. It really frustrates them too. When I make them do this, if they're stuck and they just can't, get anything i make him read big magic uh the lady that wrote eat pray love and they're like why are you making me read this and i'm like because you need to because you need to understand that your gifts your abilities the things that you bring into this world if you don't let them shine through somebody else they're going to go on to somebody else so if you're the best flute player that exists on the planet play your flute if you're the best business person at checkers, like go make a checkers company, like whatever it is that you want to do. And I say those to be ridiculous, like whatever it is that you do, don't be shy about it or don't be embarrassed about it. Just let it shine through. And you have no idea. There might be a whole group of people over here that have been waiting for you to show up, you know, and like maybe because I worked in the music business for a couple of years that I met a lot of cool artists and stuff, but you know, I think that everything that we do is, is as base level is art, in my opinion. It's, it's true. It is. We're all artists. When we can accept that I am an artist, period, we can start to truly create more intentional products and also form uh, with awareness be more aware of the tribe the the artistic tribe um and understand that this is a holy tribe i would say the greatest thing that's come out of recently if you look at just like business in general is that more business people are are waking up to the fact that this this matters and you know and i tell my guys all the time i said look guys if you're not healthy mentally physically and, and spiritually like your business is going to suffer. It's as simple as that. So at the end of the day, the only pillar that means anything is that. And if you're not doing that, I'll call you on it. And I'm not going to let you, you know, this is why you hired me because like, we have to fix this because I tell everybody all the time, 
there's no business problems. Business problems don't exist. There's only personal problems wrapped up in business. And so if your sales are thinking, or you're not connecting with your team, it's because you're not connected with yourself. Like, so fix that. And, and I promise you the relationships with the team and all that stuff will, will take care of itself. So if people want to, is your, is the book out? Can, can people purchase it now? So at the moment I am seeking a literary agent. Okay. Um, I'm sending query letters for literary agents, okay. or if you're a literary agent and you're listening in, please connect with me. <laughs> um, I'm listening. I'm also seeking a publisher um, because I would actually, like to I got you. Uh, I'm going to introduce you. Uh, I know the best uh, book marketer in the country. Uh, she's done uh, Hal Elrod's books, uh, Mike McCallowitz, all the big guys, but her friend or the girl that used to work with her does marketing too. And she is the most amazing human in the world. She knows everybody. So I will connect y'all on Instagram today. Thank you. Thank you. Babe. Thank you. Um, Perfect. Thank you. So I'm looking for an agent publisher and um, that's, that is, that is it. I'm looking for opportunities to share this message. Um, I have, you know, really um, in, uh, very exclusive topics that I could share about the book. And um, of course, I'm really grateful for you to, for your time and space and energy today. Um, thank you so much, Austin. I really, really appreciate you. And yes. really enjoyed the conversation um, personally. And I love ritual. That's the other thing is in this book, I give a um, an opportunity for people to bring ritual home. So they, mm -hmm. there's a practical way you can do rituals. And I just map it out for people so they don't have to even think about it. Um, because rituals are, they take mundane spaces and help us remember our ancestral roots. Um, so ritual and ceremony is beautiful. And, um, so is healing. Healing is not a response to a stimuli. It's, it's a way of life. So, mm -hmm. um, I just want to say congratulations to everyone who has accepted the healing journey and know that you're not alone. You're always surrounded in love and with other people who are going through something similar. And, um, what essentially is happening is you're, you're creating on an unconscious level and um one it. day one day you're gonna see it um from a whole different lens and it keeps that that kaleidoscope keeps getting refined so so people want to follow yeah if people want to follow your journey how would they do that to follow my journey um i use instagram so i use my my instagram handle is heart h-e-a-r-t dot ruslana r-u-s-l-a-n-a -A. um can also look at my website contact me by my website ruslana ruminikova.com i'll send that to you um and if you also you know i i love hearing people's stories that's the other thing is i love hearing and and listening to people's stories because i believe in them and i believe in being heard and seen so if if, if you have a story um that relates to you, maybe something that I've shared that brought something up, feel free to connect with me. I'd love to connect. I love it. Guys, if you like this episode, send it out to your friends, share it with somebody to get some value. We'll see you next time.
Thank you for listening to Construct Your Life with Austin Lenny. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and pay it forward by sharing with a friend. Most importantly, take this opportunity to start constructing your life by taking immediate action on what you learned. For show notes, resources, and more information on one-on-one coaching with Austin, visit constructyourlifepodcast.com.